Elon, so to speak, like, I'm, I'm so sad. False. I do not care that Elon sold his Bitcoin. That's my best uh, Dwight Shute impersonation. Uh, sorry for the pathetic acting. But that's all I could think of uh, as I was preparing for this. Thanks for tuning in, as always. I appreciate you guys checking this show out. And shout out to the Bitbox O2 hardware wallet from Bitbox. Go to bitbox.swiss. Slash Bitcoin Made Simple. Use the promo code Bitcoin Made Simple to get 5% off. And uh, shout out to Movies Plus as well. That is my baby. And that is my platform, my streaming platform that's fighting for free speech. So do whatever you can to help us. We really appreciate it. Use promo code Corey and you'll get one year for $24. Back to the set. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna, I promise I'll stop. It's just all I could think about whenever I was listening to people talk about or seeing people talk about elon selling his bitcoin is i i just i could all i could think about was the office and that that clip of dwight sitting there and then saying false i do not miss jim um so thank you for bearing with me but um yeah so let's get into the news so i mean this is this is all pretty new. Um, I'm recording this on the evening of Thursday, August 17th. Um, so let's check out. Go to, find the headline so that. Let's see. They said Elon sold uh, SpaceX sold all its $373 million worth of Bitcoin according to the Wall Street Journal. Uh, there is a community note on it that said this post is misleading. Wall Street Journal's article specifically says SpaceX wrote down the value of Bitcoin in its own in it, it wrote down the value of Bitcoin it owns last year. There's no evidence that SpaceX has recently sold any Bitcoin. So might be a little bit uh not trueness <laughs> also known as false. But um I think what's going on is a good thing because i mean i don't even think where's my phone the price let me see how the price has dipped uh the price if we go to the fold app they're not even a sponsor but that's a phenomenal way to check the bitcoin price i think i saw some people show it it's spiked down to like 25k um but it's at like 26 7 $26,794.70 per Bitcoin. Um, that's, that's honestly not too bad of a crash, uh, if that's what the crash is considered. Now, a lot of people think that it's because Elon made an announcement. I don't think so. Now, mind you, I am an idiot, and I that none of this is financial advice. This is just me analyzing what I see. So the problem with Bitcoin is the volume was too low. This is a, a seriously, I'm not a technical person at all, but I just wanted to share this because I kind of expected this like, I don't know, in the last handful of days I saw, I think, it, I don't know what exchange it was, but there was like 
a little over a thousand Bitcoin on the exchange available for sale or purchase, you know, and it's like, I don't, I didn't know historically what that looked like compared to normal times. I didn't know any of that, but it was like, whoa, like I saw somebody make a comment who follows that stuff and was like, you know, volume's pretty low. Where does it go from here? So I'm like, okay, so I'm not saying here, try to say, I know the volume is low and I am a genius, blah, blah, blah. Um, no, you guys know me better than that. What I am trying to say is that the price, uh, well, whenever they said that the volume was low and what happens next, all I could think about was, okay, there's, there's all of us Bitcoiners that love Bitcoin and understand the value of it and everything, but the general public doesn't know, doesn't care. They're not ready to care. They're not ready to know. Um, so they would literally just bail on it uh, and or not care. So when the volume returns to the exchange, in my mind, that only meant one thing, that the price was going to go down. Because it it's almost like the housing market or whatever, where you're just like, there's not a ton of buyers right now. So that's, let's put it this way. <laughs> If the volume was low and the hype around Bitcoin was serious and the demand was for Bitcoin was as high as everybody wants it to be, um, then the price would be ripping. Like that, to me, again, non-technical view, that's when you'll see like a crazy like, you know, 10K daily candle is whenever you see that low volume, meaning nobody is trying to sell their Bitcoin. And everybody's trying to buy it. That is when the price will just go. But is that time right now? I do not think so. I'm not trying to poo-poo it. I mean, it's just is what it is, guys. Uh, got to face. You got to face facts. It's not the moment. Um, and I know that hurts a lot of the moon boy math out there. Um, but you just got to go with the vibe understand what's going on in the grander the broader economic uh picture like the price of food everything through the roof people don't have savings people don't have money to put into anything so why would they buy bitcoin um so retail like the to me it just it it speaks of there being zero retail interest um and like the average person is not caught up in the craze at the moment, which we all know that'll come back. But like right now, they just aren't. So when nobody is interested in buying something and all of a sudden a lot more of that product hits the market, what happens? The price is going to go down, especially because if people, if the volume increases, meaning a large number of people or a person or entity with a large quantity of that item puts them up for sale it means that they moved them there in order to sell them so they're willing to sell them for less it's just this is like dumb man economics like i said before i'm a moron do not listen to me um but 
like from my from my dumb understanding of economics um that's how that's how i understand it and that's to me it just made perfect sense i was like oh yeah we're not ready for i mean there are people that were like calling for all-time highs before the happening like i do not think that's gonna happen um you know you gotta, people think that like the having and mind you this is the first time that i've gone from having to having um but people think that like the you know the having is going to be this like godsend that like changes everything overnight but it doesn't you know the having happened last year or at last cycle in april or beginning of may of 2020 and the price didn't really start to rip until i mean it was above 10k and then i remember it was like approaching all-time high like its previous all-time high around thanksgiving um and but like that whole summer it was like in the 10k 11 12k range and just kept ranging and then oh, i hate that word too by the way because when i one time tried to sound like i knew what i was talking about early on in bitcoin i told somebody i think we're ranging right now and i was like i remember like six months later i was like what the hell was i even talking like i don't even i don't know what i'm talking about there Jeez, um don't pretend to know what you're talking about that's why i always tell you guys don't listen to me i'm just a pleb i'm here that's what this podcast at the moment serves is being a pleb for plebs to listen about plebness and understand that we're all in this uh, situation together. But uh, by the way, if you are buying your coins, you should put them on a Bitbox O2 hardware wallet. But uh, so to get back to my thought, we we were in that range all summer of 2020. And then it was like Christmas time, if I remember correctly, that the price just started to go and go. And it kicked up above 17 and got up to uh, 18, 19. And then I do remember whenever it went through the all-time high and it was like gone. It was it was on a run and it was up in the 20s and... Um, high 20s and i think it was somewhere in the 30s and and then e, dear elon announced there that he was buying bitcoin and then the price just started to go and then it was at 44,000 and, and it was at 50 and you're like oh my god it's going to go up forever it's just going to go up forever laura that stupid saying um my point in rehashing all that is that it wasn't simultaneous to the having taking place so what does this mean for bitcoin nothing <laughs> nothing nothing has changed um the only thing that's changed i mean not nothing has changed nothing about the fundamentals of bitcoin have changed what it does mean is that there was something that did change and it changed for the better is that those bitcoin went into somebody else's hands that are stronger hands somebody that's willing to hold on to something because they understand the value um 
So that's the only thing that happened right now. Uh, the other thing that's amazing is that the price didn't like nuke nuke like it. You know, I mean, maybe I mean this is all live and happening now. So by the time you listen, maybe it went down to like you know twenty k. I don't know, but um, you know, we're ranging. Uh, if you wanna use that stupid phrase, I checked multiple places because I'm I'm kind of surprised well, yeah it's in mid 26,000 um so yeah it went down like 2,500 bucks the last day uh but anyways it's um it's not for it's not because of Elon and thank god I mean really doesn't think I really don't think it's gonna go the way a lot of folks think it's going to go. So again, buy Bitcoin with money that you're willing to sit on for four plus years. Other than that, uh, you should probably uh, be looking to increase your cash flows. Uh, Lord knows I'm doing that. Um, because the only, I mean, if you're, I'm sorry folks, but I can see it from a mile away and other people can too. They just maybe won't admit it. But when you're dependent on number go up, it is so obvious. I can see it. It You can like smell it. You can hear it in someone's voice. If they are dependent on the number of the price of Bitcoin going up, then you're in a bad spot. Uh, I was in that spot, you know, at one point in time in my life. And then at one point in time in my life, I realized I was putting myself in that spot and I didn't need to be. <laughs> it's like, why am I, what am I doing? Um, and, you know, just don't do that. <laughs> That's all I can say. Don't be dependent. Because it's, it's cringy. It's really, I hate to use that phrase, the cringe, but it's cringy. Um, and everybody can see it. It's pretty obvious. I would, I would step away from that. Um, in other news, there's all kinds of swan Bitcoin drama. I'm not gonna get get into that stuff because, frankly, I don't give a damn. Um, I mean, I would give a damn if I was worried about my Bitcoin, but that's why I say get a DCA machine. Buy that Bitcoin miner, and you can DCA on a regular basis. I think that's a pretty awesome way to collect your Bitcoins. Um, but yeah, what we're learning this phase, and again, I don't, I don't know the situation with, um, you know, Swan and or any other exchange that was using Prime Trust, um, but I do see that the that there is the potential for clawbacks. Um, so that's not great. Um, and I think this cycle is teaching us a lesson. Um, I saw somebody float this out there. I apologize. I see a lot of people float a lot of things out there and then I like talk about it and I have no idea who it was. Um, but uh, somebody floated and said like, why, why do we have exchanges? You know, so I'm not saying we, obviously you need a place to buy and sell Bitcoin. Um, 
But isn't there a better way to do it? Like, I would think there is. There's got to be. Um, there's got to be a better way to do it. Because if you're the exchange, you have to, you know, deal with all the custody issues um, and all that craziness. But again, there's n there's no way to do Bitcoin without make it's not it's going to be very complex, um, a complex solution to you know buy and hold Bitcoin if you're a company that's working as an exchange. So my point being is that I don't know. I mean, I don't know a way around it, but you know, this also reminds me that like Bitcoin is now the wheat. Like we got a long way to go, folks. Got a long way to go before Bitcoin wins. Um, because when I look at, take for example, you know, if there's a Bitcoin ETF or whatever. And again, I don't even really know what those things are. I just say them to sound smart. Um, which a lot of us, I think, do. Like, be honest. Ask yourself this right now. In the darkness of your own soul, not darkness, in the light of your own soul. You have a light soul. You, you're not full of darkness. In, in, deep down in your heart, ask yourself, if you really, really knew the term legal tender before El Salvador announced that they were chain, or accepting Bitcoin as legal tender. Because I did not. <laughs> I'm sure I heard it. I'm sure... If somebody told me something like, oh, this is the, you know, is this a legal tender in their um, state, you know, in their country? I think I would have pieced it together. But it was one of those things, as soon as I heard it, I was like, yeah, I, I totally understand. Um, yep, yep, legal tender. I've been waiting for this uh, forever. Yep, definitely. Definitely been waiting for this. Can't believe it. Unbelievable. Great space, Nick Carter. Um so there's a lot of things that I think people tend to do. I mean, I used to do this to mess with people. I used to make things up and see if people would go along with it. And they would. That's how people are. I used to tell a joke that made zero sense. And people would laugh anyways. Because people were like, oh, well, it sounded like a joke. Here, I'll tell you the joke. See if I can remember it correctly. There was a a vampire, a stegosaurus, and a penguin driving around one night looking for something to do. They saw a sign for a bar called Clyde's Chillin' Spill. So they decided to go there, and they walk into the bar, and the penguin walks up to the bartender, Clyde, and says, Clyde. Can I eat a beer on the rocks? And Clyde looks at him and says, You can't eat beer, you penguin. But the penguin looks back at Clyde and says, But can I eat rocks? Means nothing. I don't even know where it originated. Maybe when I was having a few cocktails and came out. I don't know. I, but you tell people that and they would laugh and 
the best of the people like you know a lot of people most everybody they, they'd be like oh huh, you know and they'd like laugh or whatever but they didn't want to admit to the group that they didn't understand the joke so they just went along with it um and then the best are the people that just were like that's the funniest thing ever um <laughs> i can still remember one i will not name her name um but yep she was like oh my god um and <laughs> so yeah there's a lot of that in this space where everybody's like oh i heard this term and i know it now well, i'm a genius look at me um but so anyways etf is one of those i know it's like for electronic transfer funds i have no idea but um a bitcoin so bitcoin etf comes out and i've seen this scenario floated by people that have said you know we need to be wary we need to be cautious so Bitcoin ETF comes out and then it's like, you know, JP Morgan Chase, whoever. Um, and they go, you know what? We're going to fork Bitcoin over to this new thing. So everyone, all you people that have come in later and have your money into this ETF, if you want your Bitcoin, it's going to have to, all, you know, you're going to have to claim it on this um, new, new forked version of Bitcoin, which is probably going to be a terrible version and ruin everything. Um, what is stopping us, what's stopping them from doing it? And how do we as Bitcoiners protect ourselves from that scenario unfolding? Um, so I, those are the types of things where I sit there and I do worry about Bitcoin. Um, you know, I'm, I'm confident that we'll, I, I sound like a Bostoner. Did you hear that? Confident. I'm from Pittsburgh. We lazily say our words. We don't say things like have it by. In Pittsburgh, we'd say it like have it by. Like we just, like we say the word down. Instead of down, we say dan. Um, so like downtown would be dan-tan. Uh, and I think it's just we like our jaw gets to the bottom. We say dan. And like we're like, you know what? I worked such a long day today in the steel mill. I don't have enough energy to raise my lips back up and pronounce the w so it's dan we're just gonna be dan tan um but uh you know i don't i think i'm confident that we'll get around in a scenario like that but this just is why i'm like there, there's so much we're so far away from it being finito being a done deal, Bitcoin winning. And if that's the thing I've learned in this bear market. Um, so the, the hardest, the most painful part is a lot of people in the bear market are dependent on number go up. And really like the best are the people that are just like chilling, waiting in the weeds. A lot of them are building, building on top of Bitcoin, building things that are going to help Bitcoin. And that's, that's how you win. That's how you personally win is by building things, you know, you should be getting out there and building infrastructure for, you know, I mean, some of the things that, that I'm working on with, you know, some partners, we have, you know, some potentials with some really good mining operations. And in my opinion, this is a perfect time to be doing that. Um, because as somebody else said, you know, the Bitcoin halvings, whenever that comes, all of a sudden that that's 
basically like right now, however many, you know, millions of dollars worth of Bitcoin. Let's just say for simple math. Well, let's what the hell? Let's do the real math. All right, so 6.25 Bitcoin every 10 minutes. So 24, 6 per hour, 24 hours in a day, 144 Bitcoin times 6.25. So there's just roughly, let's say, 900 Bitcoin um, being competed for every day. So 900 Bitcoin times 26 thousand five hundred dollars so it's 23 million dollars worth of bitcoin a day that miners are aggressively competing over and when the halving happens for those of you that don't know that means at some point most likely in april may somewhere in the spring the price of bitcoin or the the block reward is going to go from 6.25 to 3.125 and cut in half. And it's, you know, I'm just saying this. I know a lot of you are like, we all know this, Corey. I'm saying this for anyone who's a newbie pleb and just figuring it out. Um, so, yeah, it's a diminishing return. It'll be every four years or so, it'll get cut in half. Um, and that's how the issuance of Bitcoin will be. But I saw somebody rate... Again, apologies, can't credit who did this because I saw it and then my brain moved to something else and I thought about it again later and I couldn't find it. But somebody said, it's essentially like, you know, all these miners are competing, spending resources, electricity, everything towards mining the Bitcoin. Um, and they're trying to get $23 million worth of Bitcoin. Well, when the halving happens... It's like all of a sudden somebody shows up and is buying half of that supply, meaning half of what was available before is now available. And those other half that are no longer being issued out, it's the equivalent of somebody buying all of those half every day and not all of those half, all of that half of the Bitcoin. And it's the equivalent of somebody buying them and never selling them because they don't exist because they're gone. So, um, you know, it speaks to the genius of Satoshi's design and, and where we're going to go. But, um, you know, that's just what I think. I think you got to be vigilant. You should be building. You should be building on top of Bitcoin, um, whatever that may be. I mean, look around if you're trying to be an entrepreneur. Look and see what needs to exist for Bitcoin to succeed and what's being underserved and then find a way to provide that solution um and then also or just you know if it's not bitcoin it doesn't have to be bitcoin related find ways to increase your cash flows any way possible and just keep stacking coins um and do all that and make sure you put it on a bitbox o2 hardware wallet and always check us out at movies plus i have a long rant about movies plus I'll probably save that for next week because um, I think I, I think I, I divulged enough today for you guys. But uh, don't let me forget about it. It has a lot to do with how annoyed I am with the right wing. Um, the left wing, I'm annoyed with as well. Don't worry. But um, yeah, frustrations abound um, at Movies Plus. 
um, things are going well, but you know, just it has a lot to do with like the direction of the company and where I, what I think is good. I mean, I always fight for free speech, but it's also like, do people, are people, do people care? So I'll get into more of that next week. Um, in fact, I'll make a note on my little tablet here. Do people care about free speech? All right. That will be for BMS 114, 115, 115. This is 114 for 115. Um, and let me know what you guys think. Uh, if there's certain things you'd like me to do with the show, take it in like different direction. I mean, you guys listen, obviously. So I think you just get the vibe that like I'm a pleb out here. Just, I don't know. I feel like we're touch. I feel like we're touching base right now. It's like my weekly like touch point where it's like, Hey, you still there? Good. I'm still here. I'm not going anywhere. Are you going anywhere? No. I think we're all in this together. So I appreciate all that. And I will, uh, you know, I'll try to have, I'll, I'll explain all the movies plus stuff next week, but, um, you know, I will keep this going guys because I appreciate it and I appreciate all of you. Peace.